0: Welcome to the WordPress Photography Podcast, the podcast for photographers who want to learn how to get the most out of WordPress to grow their photography business. You don't need to be a geek to understand WordPress. Settle back and listen as we show you how. Now, here's your host, Scott Wyden-Kivowitz. Welcome to episode 51. My name is Scott Wyden-Kivowitz and I'm joined by my guest, Kim Doyle. Kim calls herself the WordPress chick. She is intimately familiar with WordPress as I am, and maybe even more so. Uh, She's a podcaster, a coach, a WordPress wizard, and an overall awesome content creator, and an even more awesome person. So, Kim, uh, I was just on your podcast, and I'm so happy to have you on our podcast. Um, I've been wanting to get you on here for a while, so I'm glad that the timing worked out to get you on here. Finally,
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, holy fun intro! Thank you for that, Scott. That was fantastic. Yeah, this is great. I'm ex- I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we did get everything coordinated. It took a while for me to get you on my show too, so I'm excited to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me.
0: Okay, so um, before we dive into what's going on with you, we're gonna do some WordPress photography related news. Uh, we have three pieces this episode. Uh, this is the first episode back, basically after the Christmas and New Year New Year's break. Um, so. And you're the first guest in 2018, so yeah, nice. that's, that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Happy New Year! <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first bit of news is that um, we WordPress 5.0 is slated for April of 2018. Um, it could be delayed. It may maybe not. Maybe so. Really, all depends on one factor, and that is uh, Gutenberg, the what's codenamed Gutenberg right now, the new visual editor coming to WordPress uh is it's a block editor i've talked about it previously um but basically it's it's uh, gonna make it more visual way to add content to pages and posts um and a lot of cool things can come out of that but it's going to be in wordpress it's going to replace the visual editor as you know it uh i'm i'm a fan of it i'm i'm enjoying it have you have you played with, uh, played around with it kim
1: just a little bit like way back when, but I, in general, I'm a fan of page builders <laughs> and and, yeah. and visual builders. It's just, it's the way my brain works. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, so that is currently slated for uh, version 5.0 of WordPress in April. If Gutenberg gets finished, then it will actually be on time. If it doesn't, it'll be delayed. It was already, really already delayed once. So I who knows? Um, but basically, WordPress 5.0 is not coming out until this block editor is completely finished. So, okay. That's good to know. Um, next, yeah. So, the next bit of news is that Envira Gallery was sold to a guy named Nathan. Um, I don't know much about Nathan, but uh, so it's really it's unsure of what's going to come to the product um, from a 30,000-foot view overhead, um, but... We at imagery, want to wish the new owners good luck with it. Um, it's nice to see that somebody else wants to take take on the project. Um, Syed and his team wanted to focus more on the business products that they make, like Monster Insights and Optin Monster, and so on. So um, it makes sense for them to let something that's not business targeted go. So um, so, congrats to Nathan on uh, on the acquisition, and congrats to Syed and his team for selling Enviro Gallery. Um, Last bit of news is at the uh WordCamp US that happened in Nashville um last month. Matt Mullenweg did his his state of the word and in it he announced that WordPress is now 29.1% of the internet. So that is big. I think that was a almost a 3% jump since last year. Um so it's nice to see WordPress growing faster and faster and uh I I see that once WordPress 5.0 is out, you're going to see even more people converting back from like Squarespace and elsewhere because now the editing process has become more uh friendly, more user-friendly and fun, I guess. Um so yeah, that's a that's a pretty big milestone. We're almost at 30%. <laughs> so That's huge. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so Kim, what's going on with you? What do you have going on in uh you know, in your world?
1: Goodness, lots going on in my world. I'm actually uh, transitioning from dun, dun dun from the WordPress chick to my personal brand, Kim Doyle. So that it's been, you know, WordPress, I will always use it, and and it's really what I built a business on completely. Which is kind of right. amazing when you think that I'm not a developer that I built it on this piece of yeah. technology, <laughs> right? The software. But it's um it's it's just my my sweet spots really become content. I love creating content podcasting video written and and so I shut down service work about a year ago which was I feel like winning the time lottery I as much as I had some amazing clients and I connected with so many great people I had gone from you know we did WordPress websites I had an outsourcing company as well as doing uh, high-end sort of done-for-you podcast services too and I, I think there was always this part of me that it was every time I was doing that work, I felt like I was building someone else's business and not mine. Because when I started, it's crazy. March will be 10 years that I've been online doing this full time. And like, I thought I was going to be an information marketer, right? This millionaire ebook creator. So, <laughs> you know, that was the promise back then. But, um, you know, I fell into WordPress and love it. So that that's kind of exciting. And so everything through Kim Doyle's is really focused on content. And then um, I'm launching a SaaS product called Lead Surveys. And I'm like, holy moly, this thing. And it's it's been a year. And just like probably any anything else, a lot of people feel that, you know, everything takes longer than you think. Um, and and it's just personal challenges with my business partner health-wise. And just so life came up. And, yeah. and so yeah. here we are. But, you know, stuck with it. Stuck with, you know, I started creating content for it last year. And then it was like we kind of had to... Walk our way through it, but I'm I'm excited. Like I I just I'm floored. I cannot wait to get this going.
0: <laughs> yeah, and and you know about the whole like things take longer. Uh, we could totally relate because we announced at a big photo show, um, now almo- almost three years ago. This month will be three years ago that we were doing the first print lab integration for photographers on WordPress through NextGen Gallery, and like a legit two way. Fo- photo printer professional lab. Um, and we announced it and we were working on it and then life happens and other projects happen and we, you, you know, things get delayed. And so we told, you know, we're, we're, we're approaching the end of it, but we still have a little bit of ways to go before we're done with it. But yeah, I mean, it went from something that would have taken a year to something that's taking three years. So we, I totally get that.
1: Yeah, and don't you think that it's along the way, and this is really for any entrepreneur, business owner, freelancer, creative, that it's just just be upfront about it. Be transparent about it. Yeah. And, you know, so we had done like even a, a pre-sale webinar, like, I don't know, mid last summer, you know, I, I'm, I'm definitely, so just so people understand, like I do content and marketing for lead surveys. My partner and his team do all the development and support and all that, um, but it was just, you know, you know, stuff just kept happening, and so it—it it was just talk to people, be transparent, be honest about it. And I've shared the journey of it through WordPress Check and the podcast. So, it's—it's. Um, it's, I don't know. I've had a lot of people now reaching out to me, like, "Oh my gosh, is this ready now?" And so I, I think the laying the groundwork and being a decent human being along the way is uh, is is going to pay off.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And and uh, from what I've seen. The product looks like it's going to be a you know some it's, it's going to be easy to use and, and powerful and effective. So, um, I'm looking forward to seeing it once it's ready to go, and I can help spread the word about it too.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You know, and it's it's you know it's funny because, again, this is all new to me. And yeah. for you know anybody that is in the WordPress space, it's you know my partner had done you know a hundred plus WordPress plugins. They'd done a wh- a lot of white labeling, and we had connected. This is you know the power of connections too is he was on my podcast looking to, to take his products off of Envato. And so we just connected, hit it off, we kind of started working on a WordPress plugin. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's a tough space to be in, I think, with the WordPress ecosystem and premium products. I think it's changing. I think a lot of it's changing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's up to the product creators to start educating the public, the audience that we got to pay for support. We, you know, we need to earn a living in a way, too. And it's business. It costs what it costs. So we pivoted. We were doing something else. And I, I came across an example of what triggered lead surveys. And I was like, what do you think about a SaaS product? And, you know, and so it's all of this is new. And thank God he knows what he's doing because, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to work with Pagely for um, hosting. And it, it's just it's been a little wild ride.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's great. That's great. Um, I'm sure it's been a lot of learning experiences for you, even as a non-developer, to see how all that goes goes through and and whatnot. So I'm also a non-developer. That's uh, I guess I get to absorb it and and witness it all. So it's it's a yeah, I totally get it. It's it's really fun. Well, and um, don't you
1: think really quick for your audience too? It's like yeah. it's one of those things that you get to this place where it's like bet on your strengths. Like there was a time where yeah. I was like, should I learn PHP? And I'm like, no, right no. Yeah. And and even now going to this, I'm like, I am really laser focused at this point of I'm not good at this, this and this. I'm good at this. Let's let's go all in here.
0: Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. Like photographers are constantly, you know, outsourcing photo editing and, and they're hiring, you know, uh, you know, obviously outside CPAs to do their accounting and so on. It's like partner with the right people. You don't have to learn everything. You don't right. have to be a, a man of or a woman of all trades. It's just, you know, do what do what you're good at and what you're what you love doing and then outsource and 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 partner with the right people. So.
1: Yeah, and you may have to baby step your way into those hiring positions, right? Like yeah. like okay, here's a 90-day intention of hiring this person or this person, but knowing that those things are going to be off my plate, it's it's gold.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um so, uh let's dive into some of these uh some of the topics that I wanted to bring to talk about today. The first one's going to be a little bit of a trick question, I think, but Uh-oh. In 2018, what do you think is more important for people to focus on, content or SEO? Content. Content. I and, knew you were going to go that you way. You know what?
1: I knew you did, but let me tell you this. Have you have you read the book, and this is for anybody, uh, SEO for Growth by Phil Singleton I, and John Jance. No, I have not. Okay. Well, if, if you're up for it, I interviewed Phil on my show, and he would be gold for you to have on, too, Because he's and John Jance is duct tape marketing, right? And and I'll Mm -hmm. tell you, here's another little snippet from Relationships, guys. Because of that interview, I got to be on duct tape marketing, which like quadrupled my podcast downloads for a couple months after being on that show. But. So Phil said something, he said, you know, you can have content without, without SEO, but you can't have SEO without content. Right. And, right. And it's, so it's kind of this given and, and truthfully, I, my year end podcast review, I did this little prediction. I think we're going to see less content created for tactical SEO purposes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's more conversational. It's about the documentation, about the showing up. And, and is it, I, I botch this every time I try to say it, Lomantic, uh, what is it? Lamantics um, indexing, right? Where the, where the search engines are starting to understand the tonality of, of the written word and whatnot. And so SEO counts, but the thing is, I've also become like a little bit of a Gary Vee Kool-Aid drinker, right? So, <laughs> and, 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 you, and you watch all this stuff, but how many people are consuming content on their phones and through social right? media channels? So is what role does search and, and, and SEO play when they're consuming content from that perspective. So hands down content, because if the content isn't good, it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, here's a great example. I use um, a tool called, it's kind of like Buzzsumo, Epictions, I think it is. And and, and I found it through an AppSumo deal, right? But so I was, I'm like, I'm going to go search for, and I think it was Legion. I was setting up some social content sharing for lead surveys. And it's funny to see some of the stuff that comes out, the listicle posts that would come up and I'd click through them like well this is crap. So it's it's a listicle post and well, there's nothing new here. There's no voice in this. There's five or seven things to do XYZ but I, I don't even know is who's it, there's just there was no feeling to it and I right. saw what they writ, wrote and I was like man so <laughs> that's Yeah the lack long of the lack of emotion
0: content. was yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I I've I've gotten to that point too where when I see content that's just like bland um I just I just close it and move on, but mm-hmm. um so aside from blog articles, right, which is sort of the most obvious I think of any content creator, um what other forms of content do you think might be important for photographers to consider?
1: Um, what I would if I was a photographer trying to get work, I would document um like a job i would I would share the journey behind the scenes and talk to and there's two things I would guess for photographers based on your business, you've got. Your peers that you can talk to, and you've got your customers that you can talk to, right? And so that's kind of the tricky thing that I found in WordPress. Same thing. I can talk to my customers, or I can talk to people in the WordPress space. And if you're trying to get business, talk to your customers. You know. Right. So I would create content, and it all goes back to that, um, the story of the Riverpool and spas. And for the life of me, I can't remember his name. Have you heard that story?
0: Mm-mm.
1: Okay. Content Marketing nope. <laughs> Institute did it, and he wrote a book. I, I'm totally blanking on stuff. I shouldn't quote this early in the morning. I'll send you a link, Scott. Long story okay. short, it was when the economy crashed in 2008. Uh, there was a company, at River Pool and Spas, and River Pools and Spas, I think. And he, they were spending, I don't know, $30,000, $40,000 a month, fiberglass pools. Long story short, he basically said, what are all the questions? Because they had to cut their marketing budget, right? The economy was tanking. Who's putting in pools? And so he, they cut the budget, and he's like, "I'm going to just start doing blogs." I don't know if anyone's going to pay attention, but he just started answering customer questions. Long story short, they beca- they ended up with an, I mean, had a phenomenal year at a height of a recession, and then ended up becoming, I want to say, and please don't quote me, but like the largest uh, manufacturer or distributor of fiberglass pools in the United States. I feel like I did hear this single, story
0: somewhere, but right? I, I can't remember <clears throat> where.
1: And, and so if I was, if that's what I would be doing. Like what are questions and stuff, yeah. but I would do it from a personal site. So the type of content, you know, Instagram, I'm floored at stories as, as an example. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. So I started with a few Facebook stories and the whole thing is with content you just have to jump in and, and feel for it and, and be honest about it. Okay. This is my first story. This is my first live stream, whatever. But I think with photographers that behind the scenes, you know like what goes here's a great example we had a conversation of this before about you saying i've got my lights off all my equipment's packed up because of a of a job i'm yeah. going on so there there's there's a there's a video you can strip an audio there's a written yeah. post you know I, I honestly think that what and you have to find that medium that works for you first i always tell people you know the the whole documenting video. Not everybody. Um, here's a great thing. Matt Maderos has a, a YouTube channel, and he right. did a great video recently that was um, vlogging in 2018. Not everybody should do vlogs. Right, not every but like my life would be a little boring if I tried to video the whole day. It's like yep. you guys can see I'm like the dogs are asleep on the bed in my office, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I'm all yeah. we're going down to make coffee number two. Like it would be really boring. Yeah. but it's how, how can I pull those pieces in that work in a way? So you have to. I just say pick something and and try and you have to be consistent with it before you decide to write it off. Yeah, you know so know so that's helpful.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so so there's two things that I want to I want to uh, talk about that you already that you just mentioned. The first is. Um, the content you might create for Instagram stories one once and and sort of the behind the scenes one suggestion might be have somebody come whether it's a you know a relative or a college student that' that wants to get into the photo the photo industry and have them just record it even with a cell phone and record the behind the scenes and then you can take that 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 video footage turn it into an actual like YouTube video right or for your Facebook page and have it the whole thing. Do a little bit of editing. Get it the whole thing into uh, a nice piece for you know a, a sort of a five minute let's say video, and then cut it down to about 10-15 seconds. Reformat it for Instagram stories proportions, which are going to be you know vertical, and and then put that on Instagram story, telling people to if you want to see the whole thing, go to you know your Facebook page or go to YouTube and watch it there. You know so. There's the same content, and then you could take the video that you put on YouTube or Facebook, embed it into your blog, now you have it there. So you have three places now that you're doing the same exact content, but in multiple channels with minimal effort, right? And if you if, yeah. if you have a, a, a college student who's basically interning for you, you also aren't paying them, <laughs> so, unless you want to.
1: <laughs> right. <clears throat> well, and the whole thing is, you know, the other thing is you had asked about what type of content do you, do, yeah. and <clears throat> is okay, – Again, me and my buddy, Gary, I announced on my podcast that I will have him on my show this year, (laughs) but is that, um, he said, you know, double down on voice. Yeah, It is, I have been, and I'm totally going to age myself here, but, um, is audio is the only passive content you can consume, Mm -hmm. right? It's passive consumption. And so, you know, many photographers, I bet you, you guys have stories, right? Great stories of whether it was things that went sideways, things that were funny, crazy clients, whatever it is. But there's so many different types of audio content that now, I mean, you've got Alexa briefings, you can, you know, stitchers into Alexa. And so I would, anything that you can do and either strip the voice or or start getting used to the voice, Anchor's a huge, Anchor, because then you can export Anchor video, you can export Anchor as a video, right, right. the transcript right. transcription. So I just think, even with photographers, you know, just talk about, you know, going to a wedding shoot or whatever it is, I mean you're going there, t- tell the story about the clients and why you wanted to work with it, whatever it is. I-, I think, you know, but the biggest thing I tell people too is just practice, even if you don't publish just yet. Get comfortable. I mean, I was listening to my voice for years. So, you know, it was more of a, now I have to get ready if I'm going to do the video. <laughs> <laughs> but the but just practice and you'll find that I, I i can't tell you many videos i've taken like trying to come up you know where i've got an idea and i'm walking the dogs and i'm all oh god that's a horrible angle don't yeah. publish that. <laughs> or whatever
0: i i also think though it, it's important that um so you, you brought up anchor right so um i think it's important for people to also test these things because you know you could do instagram stories you could do video on youtube if it's not being effective then you at some point you're you're now wasting time instead of reaping the the benefits from it right and and this is also something that Gary that Gary preaches he tests everything right he mm-hmm. tests everything he's got teams that test things for him before he even tests it and he stops if it's not effective you know so mm-hmm. i for a good story about this is i was using anchor i've been using anchor since they were in beta and uh you're you're still using anchor i think right mm mm-hmm. mhm so Anchor was not effective for me. It was not getting me any more audience. I tried it over and over again. Over and over again, I would delete the app, and then they would come out with a new app with new features. I would reinstall it and keep going. It wasn't effective for me. So for me, at one point, I realized I'm now wasting my time on Anchor. But for others, it's proving effective. So it's Mm -hmm. a matter of, is your audience on these channels, is it proving effective? Are you getting traffic from it? Are you making money from it? If you're not rethink it whether it's you know a b or c it doesn't make a difference what platform it is try different things um and and if it's not working stop stop trying it and <laughs> you know, move on you know
1: you know it's funny as i had jumped into anchor in early on too and then it was like i was like i i already have a podcast what am i doing with this yeah and then you know just it was uh probably a few months ago and in 2017 where I was like, wow, they've either gone, they've gotten funding, they've redone the app, all of right. these great things. And then to see that I could export is video. And yeah. so the direction that I'm going in as a personal brand, like, thank God I, I, like when I joke about Gary Vaynerchuk, I'm like, thank God I, I re jumped into his content because there's so much yeah, to consume. Right. Yeah. And I implement too. But, but so the same thing is like, if I'm shifting to a personal brand, that's more of what I use anchor for is like, just a tip or a snippet or an right. idea. Right? right. And so then, but now I can export video. I'm like, this is brilliant. So I don't know that the platform of anchor is what's driving traffic for me as much as sharing those videos because they have transcriptions that are so dang easy to use. Yeah. And then I can put those into other places. So it, but, but I think to your point, you know, test if it's not working, but you do have to give it a little space of time, yeah, you sure. know, and I think a lot of these platforms. So I think with live streaming, it's kind of like podcasting. It's still a great time to get into podcasting. Why? Because not everybody sticks with it. They jump in and they do it and they're having fun, but then they don't see this immediate ROI. And so there's a lot of intangible benefits to content that you can't put your fingers on right away. And so you have to decide long term, you know, are you a marathon runner or a sprinter, <laughs> you know? Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, we we've we've uh, debated whether the podcast for us has been effective, but we, we get that we get subscribers, we get listens, we get people, you know, commenting and asking for more and requesting other guests and, and whatnot. And is there immediate financial gain from it? Probably not. But it's still it's still a, a tool and um, a feature that that customers and future customers are paying attention to. And that's, you know, if you're not seeing the immediate benefit, that's OK. But if you're if you're getting a benefit from your to your customers, then that's still good. So,
1: yeah. And as a company, you know, that might, that might look different. So I totally get your point. I think if, you know, if you've got, you know, a lot of individual photographers listening to this and they, Mm -hmm. and they have their, here's the deal, Scott, it's like, there's so much information, there's so much content and I'm going to keep quoting Dr. Seuss, but it's like, no one is you -er (laughs) or than you, right? Like you are the differentiating factor when it comes to why do people listen, read, consume whatever piece of content they consume, you know? And so it, it is that piece. And so for, for individuals, for me, the podcast, the relationship piece and the connections is priceless, which yeah. has come out of it. So you have sure. to, again, you got to figure out long term. And it was uh, Shane Mila of Thrive Themes. I listened to him on a webinar once and he's like, it's super easy to succeed. Just be willing to do the work that other people won't. So many people give up on these different channels right. too soon. Right.
0: Yeah, in it, it two thousand seventeen, I focused a lot on on creating YouTube content, and I was originally thinking I was going to do like tons of vlogging, and it, uh, it completely changed gears. I'm doing more educational with the occasional vlog, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, so two thousand eighteen, I plan on doing even more. But but yeah, so that's one of those areas where it's proving it's proving to be effective. I'm I'm building relationships and with other YouTubers and and uh, and things like that. This is all outside of imagery. This is just me personally, but. Um, so, uh, speaking of YouTube though, um, yes. and I know one of the answers you're going to give me, what Uh-oh. YouTube channels or podcasts do you think are important for business owners to subscribe to?
1: Well, you knew Gary Vee was coming, <laughs> um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, yeah. and I'm trying to think, you know, it's like, um, the other one that I listen to all the time is, is Funnel Hacker TV with Click Funnels. And so for people, let me, and, and I'm just going to do a quick little story because Russell Brunson, I wish I had an eighth of his energy, Right. And, but I had, I was probably one of the first hundred ClickFunnels customers originally, but I was like, I can do all of this with WordPress or what? Uh, right. Da, 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 right? right? And I was, I just, I don't know. And it was like, okay, here's another tool I'm paying for. And then again, I, and I could show you all the funnel hacker stickers, this book, Expert Secrets. Uh, anybody should read this anybody should read this all of a sudden i i just saw him in a different light and then i go to their youtube channel and i'm like oh my gosh he is creating massive content massive content where i always looked at him as like this internet marketer and so now all of a sudden i see russell as someone with a story and I get to Mm -hmm. see him as a business owner and, and a boss and a father and a husband and a scout leader. Right. And like all these little things. And I, I devour, like there was a time where I was like, I can't, nobody can produce content quick enough when I get, a, I do that sort of binge listening with content too. But the point being is, you know, this dude back, you know, to and back from hell. I mean, with verge of bankruptcy, shedding is, you know, people losing jobs, all of that kind of stuff. ClickFunnels was like a happy accident. And so it's and it's that relatable piece that it was like, great example, and they were launching this book. They had, I don't know how many live streams scheduled. Their internet in their brand new office goes down. Like <laughs> oh, it boy. keeps freezing, right? And he had to go home to do these live streams. And so you see, oh, it's not just me, right? It's all yeah. those little yeah. pieces. And so, and, and again, to see somebody, he's got the marketing chops without a doubt. But to see somebody go from zero here, I, I use the example of lead. Page pages to click funnels lead pages own the market Mm -hmm. they had it click funnels has surpassed them with no venture capital with no funding what's different they produce massive content and they've created this community so for people who are trying to figure out you know this dry boring listicle seo tactical content does not connect with people anymore not the way unless it's like in-depth so so i would definitely say if if and and again my suggestion with, with any content, podcast, whatever, is, is if you can learn something from somebody, you know, some people may bug you. And if you can't listen to someone's voice, that's a, that's a deal breaker, right? But, but pay attention. Like, so many people get offended by the way other people market. And I'm like, just watch what they're doing. If they're, do- if they're doing something well, can you pull something out? If, if it makes you cringe, I get it. Um, but I would say those two are pretty much my go-to, to be honest with
0: you. <laughs> nice. Great. Great. Uh, I'll make sure I get, uh, I'm obviously taking some notes here while I'm doing this. So, um, okay. All right. Well,
1: and you know, and both of them, just like Gary, they have playlists, right? So in looking at, and I'm sorry, Scott, and I'll be really quick. No, no, But but I, you know, in looking at it, so it's like, he's got his podcast, they've got Funnel Hacker TV, then they've got sort of feature films. And so like too many times I'm searching, I want to listen to Gary, Q&A. I love the fact that he does these keynotes now and he's like okay i'm gonna keep this quick because i want to get into q a because that's where the value is yeah and so and i export them all as mp3s and now i've got this huge dropbox folder of gary v that nice. i can listen to when i'm out and about you know so it's one of those things that when i was looking at creating content because i'm flipping going from my youtube channel of how to do this with wordpress and fortunately, I had the foresight to name the channel Kim Doyle, but, but, but to, I want to do more vlogging and it's like, okay, what are we going to do here now? I, you know, and having to pivot, but I'm watching how they're doing stuff and, and going from there.
0: Yeah, that's, it's good. And you know, uh, that's watching, um, uh, Gary Vee and, and a lot of the other YouTubers is basically what kind of, uh, inspired me to try to do it myself as well. So, um, I, yeah, I, I, I'm a big fan of Gary V's. uh. Uh, everything he's been doing. I know he's kind of like a love-hate type of person. You either love what how he, you know, his whole methods and his methods and or you hate his methods. I'm I'm a big fan of his. So. And, well, we're, you know and we're, I, we're both kind of uh where where the wine library is and has always been is the town that I grew up in. So I've i I witnessed the whole growth of oh, the of wine really library. Oh, that's
1: really cool. Yeah. That's cool where he says yeah. that he looked like a hostage in a basement for <laughs> the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what but even that and I think that if people can take some self responsibility is I guess is the key here, is that so I liked him at first, right? And I was paying attention and then Hustle became this term that entrepreneurs were like a badge of honor. It became very hustle, grind, you know, what are you doing on the weekends and all this. It was like, you know what? And I think I hit a point in my business because I was very frustrated that I was doing stuff I didn't want to be doing. I felt like I cannot work any harder, but it was also because I was doing the wrong type of work, Um, you know, and I found all these reasons to be offended. So when I was talking about being offended by people, it was a personal thing, right? And then I stepped back and I was like, okay, I I really did this deep dive into fundamentals about a year and a half, two years ago, where I was like, I'm going back to core direct response marketing principles. I'm going to do a daily email. I'm going to figure out headlines. I'm going to practice the craft and enjoy the friggin' journey. Right. And, and so I did that. And so then when I started listening to him again, I'm like, yeah, he says hustle and grind, but he's so much more. Mm -hmm. The fact that he's like, you can do the, doing the right thing is always the right thing. I love that. I mean, I, I'm, I listen to him and I'm like, quote, 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 good mean, good mean, right? <laughs> yeah. and, and, but, but the whole thing is, I'm like, here's somebody that has empathy and compassion and commitment, and so it's if you get past sort of the highlight reel of the grind and the hustle, there's this amazing human being in there.
0: For sure, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, so tell us about your Facebook group. I'm I'm in your Facebook group. I love paying attention to everything that's going on in there. Um, tell all listeners about it, because I feel like a lot of the people in the photography community should be in that group. Um, So why don't you share what the group is?
1: It's called content creators. And this again came about because, you know, I mean, I'll have products around content down the road, but I just, again, this is that fundamentals, like build the audience, connect with people, find out what they want. And so my goal with content creators is we've done hot seats and we're going to kick it up going, you know, as the new year starts. Um, It is basically it's, you know, we do some of the typical things with Facebook groups and and, and it's funny because there's a lot of people doing... Um, you know courses on how to grow your Facebook group, but I'm like, I gotta trust this, you know, and and just have conversations with people. And so, you know, we do kind of goals and plans for the week. You can share your content in there. You do introductions. We'll do hot seats. We do live streams. Anybody can share a live stream at any point. It's really about connecting creators and how do you best create content that works for you that builds an audience. And ultimately, because these are businesses, right? I want your content to build an audience, but I want you to make money from it too. It may be indirect and you have to, 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 it was, here's a great example, Scott. I don't know if you saw, and I, uh, James Bullis is in the group and he did this quick video talking about somebody saying, I love your content, but dude, you shouldn't be on camera because of the way he looked. And I was like, I can't believe there are people in the world (laughs) still like this, but six of one. And to me, I was like, holy moly, this dude literally showed up, shared this and he got nothing but love because I'm very I don't know, protective of the group. One, I want it to be fun because I believe if it's not fun, I'm not going to do it. And I don't mean like, you know, party, woo, but just it needs to be fun. Um, there needs to be value. It's not a place to dump and bitch. Post yeah. something. Let's do a review. And a lot of groups, you know, and it's funny because I, I pay attention to other groups where people are, you know, cussing and this and that. And I swear <laughs> offline, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it's just but I'm like. I just I want to keep it positive. Call me Pollyanna. Yeah. I don't know. It's my yeah. love of Disney, but I just you know like life is too friggin' short, and it's hard enough as it is. So it's yeah. all about what content do you need help with? Because it's funny people answer questions when they join the group and how to make content go viral, and it's like, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? um,
0: yeah. oh
1: oh, that's what you want. Here's the magic it, pill. It, it, you it's know? just like
0: how do I make how do I make my my website rank number one?
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well <laughs> crickets <laughs> yeah, well yeah because it's one of those and a lot of people just want to they're looking for so this is part of my mission too like i've got a few this year and one is like in the group i use this hashtag everything is content because i believe it i will turn in you know a water bottle into a piece of content if i can i'll, I'll turn you know getting up this morning i was like i saw him and not knowing he's on video and then i'm like Okay, well, you can do this. Get up, and now I'm that much further ahead of it. Like, I mean, I was gonna get up doing it, but I didn't. I put on makeup. You know what I mean? But, but so it's one of those like, how many times do we undersell ourselves with being able to accomplish something? And so there would be my story. I I did it. I got ready. I got everything I needed. And so it's like, just do it. And you know, so it's I believe everything is content. And so I don't know where I was going with that, but.
0: S- the speaking group. of getting ready and and uh you know so so i had a, a, a co-host for the initial part of this of the podcast um who she, she long story short she's no longer uh, the co-host obviously but um uh it was good reasons to, to to split it wasn't anything bad at all she just sold her her company and um just didn't wasn't really involved in the content creation space anymore so um so she is now doing her own thing, but one thing that was uh, really cool that came out of it is she, she would always like rush to get herself together. Right, I don't have to do mm-hmm. anything. Um, but
1: Dude, I hope every man listening <laughs> gets how how lucky they are here. But go
0: ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, so she would always rush to get herself ready for the for the show, and she said that through co hosting and having to be on at a certain time, which you know, depending on the guest, always changes. She would. Um, she has, she just like taught herself how to get herself ready in life for other things faster, you know, mm-hmm. and, th- and no more wasting time. And just, she just, she, you know, it's just kind of, kind of interesting that, um, that, uh, well, that Right, that that's came a piece of, of content. It. Yeah. Yeah. And, and right? that, that came of it, right? So, um, and all all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, a lot of our listeners use Squarespace, even though this is the WordPress photography podcast. And um or or they're using like a um a sort of in between thing where they're using uh, WordPress and something else right they're using two different platforms together or they're they're using squarespace but they're mid conversion to wordpress to WordPress or they're considering switching so for those who are who are half using WordPress or those who are still using Squarespace and on the edge of converting what would you say to could uh, push people over the edge towards WordPress.
1: Probably the amount of resources and community and the amount of support around WordPress, and that—that's th- kind of a generic answer, maybe because I've never touched Squarespace. I've never logged in. <laughs> I had the misfortune of logging into Wix once, and—and and I know that's sarcastic, but I just—I was like, "How is this easier?" I don't. But you know, it's like. You can't really be subjective when yeah. you've been using something for ten years, and so that for that's sure. part of that. But there are so many resources for WordPress, and there the support is there, and and I think the, the there's I don't know. I've joked around about the community at times because you've got you know developers have their own little community, which I never <laughs> felt a part of, yeah, um, and was very vocal about that. But it was when I owned that. But so it was like there's so many resources for WordPress for the everyday user that that I I would you know and again this is the marathon strategy you, you if you're in this for the long haul you know it's I, I, there's it's not going anywhere i mean the fact that it powers 30% of the web now i'm just going to round up yep. um <laughs> is you know it, it's huge and they're and, and i look at it too that they're with them listening to people with this block editor right mm-hmm. with gutenberg yep pe- i mean there's no denying page builders are where we're going and the fact yep. that i i see websites almost getting commoditized you know but so I, I think the resource is just going to continue to grow. The community supports there, um, and and I and it's a good thing that people are willing to pay annual licenses or monthly licenses. It means people can continue to support and develop their products.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Well said. Um, Thank you. So, so we're going to move into a, 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 a area where I'm going to ask you what WordPress plugin and or theme do you recommend for the listeners to to check out.
1: I'm going to probably have to go with Beaver Builder. Plug it yeah. in theme today. Right. Yeah, I know. And it's funny as, you because know, I am a little bit of a fanatic, right, where I built a business on Genesis and I had products around Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, again, the direction that everything is going, that – And you cannot beat, I have yet to see a community as amazing as the Beaver Builder community, to be honest. And, you know, I've interviewed those guys three times. I love them to pieces, but they've got a great base theme and with the plugin and then with Themer, which I think they're renaming, but... The community is amazing. The community around it is. I did a post on why Beaver Builder is like cheers because, you know, it's like you want to go. Everybody knows your name. It's like you feel that love. Like you feel like you go into the Beaver Builder Facebook community. It's like you could just go have a beer with anybody. Right. And it is that well, anybody is welcome. And so it's um, I, I would have to say Beaver Builder for the quality of the products and for the community.
0: Awesome. Um, I'm going to uh, be sure to... So, everything that, that, that Kim's been talking about, I'm going to make sure it's in the show notes, of course. Um, for Beaver Builder, I'm actually going to link to the episode where they were on our podcast. So, that way, um, awesome. you'll be able to listen to that before you even click over to Beaver Builder. So, um, a little bit of internal linking there, too. <laughs> as, as there should be. Um, so, um, last thing is, what question do you want to ask our listeners?
1: I would love to know what their challenges. What is their biggest challenge with creating content?
0: Awesome. And,
1: and, and when I say that, please, like, let's go beyond the, I don't have enough time because, <laughs> yes. you know, that, that's, that's a whole, like, you can get into, I don't know, Tony Robbins or some sort of inspirational, motivational, somebody that'll tell you you can find the time if it's yeah. important to you. And in I'm fact, not here to in, lecture
0: anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in, in fact, um, uh, I'm going to link to uh, The Lie of Busy. Make sure I write the a
1: mm-hmm. lie
0: of busy. I'm going to link to that. Um, and um, yeah, so. You know I'll,
1: where uh, I think, really quick? Can I just one little tip? Yeah. I would think that photographers, depending on, and here we're talking about WordPress, WordPress and I totally get that, mm-hmm. but I bet you that they could do really well with an amazing publication on Medium. Yeah. I, I love the writing experience on medium you can share photographs and and you can talk tell stories so it depends and I, and I'm pretty sure correct me if I'm wrong on this Scott if you know but you can actually publish on WordPress and then put your publication on medium and it's yeah. not gonna hurt you yeah. yeah so
0: um so yeah you can do that because it adds a, a, a canonical back to mm-hmm. your original URL um so yeah a lot of people are doing that um, I will say though the that Gutenberg really, Gutenberg, uh, yeah, it, it. Gutenberg was originally mirrored basically after Medium, and now it's even better. So, um, while the the writing experience is really good on Medium, uh, if you just install Gutenberg, you now have the same writing experience on WordPress, which is a nice thing.
1: Yeah, which is why I liked it. But I'm just saying yeah. it's another platform, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. That that you got. I mean, I get a summary of Medium articles that I subscribe to. I yeah. I look at Medium daily for people where I don't have a ton of feeds unless mm-hmm. it's something I subscribe to or to podcasts for WordPress. So, Just side note, there's a whole audience there.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So if you want to answer Kim's question, you can do that in the description below the YouTube video on YouTube, or you can go to the show notes uh, at imagely.com slash podcast slash 51 and just go to the comments and you can answer her question there. And she will be looking, I'm sure, and I'll let her know when people... uh, answer the question and, uh, yeah, so definitely do that. So, uh, I'm going to, again, link to everything that, every place where you can find Kim and, um, and everything that she's mentioned. Thank you, Kim, for joining us today. I know it's really early where you are right now. <laughs> That's right. Um, now
1: I'm pumped. I'm like, I'm ready. I've got energy like, and it's still, not it's even nine sunrise. o'clock in
0: the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's still sunrise over there. And, um, yeah. Uh. you can can find the show notes uh, and where to find Kim at imagery.com slash podcast slash 51. So until next time, you've been listening to the WordPress photography podcast to listen to other episodes and to subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. Please visit Imagely.com forward slash podcast.